do a signing. Kill the quarterback. Get the tight end so hard his girlfriend dies. Kill everyone. You know when we play that sound effect, we're going to be talking about some defense. This is Tim. This is your Giants Trade Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're also going to be out on the game on Friday. Uh, can't wait for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Bringing some subscribers, bringing some friends. We're going to be hanging out in the coaches club. We're going to be hanging on the field. So if you see us, say hello. We don't bite. Uh, you know, it, it's um, we're getting closer and closer. You see things in the press. You see, you see things that, um, you know, what the Giants are going to do and what the Giants may not do and what the Giants are going to be doing with, uh, you know, some of their players. There, There is some experimentation on the defense. And one of those players that's going to be experimented with is going to be a Dory Jackson about potentially moving him into the slot. You know, have him play a little bit more all over the field and, and you know, go with some of the young guns as Mr. Hawkins and Mr. Banks on the outside with that veteran presence of, of Adore Jackson on in the slot. Slot going to happen, guys. I don't see it happening. I see maybe a couple plays a game. But you are not going to go up against Dallas. You're not going to go up against some of these NFC East opponents. You're not going to go up against this schedule. And you are going to take your best cover corner on Adore Jackson on the outside and put him in the slot. He may mirror or trail the best wide receiver on the opponent's team. And then he might go in the slot if that player goes into the slot, but I cannot see them. I cannot see wink and his attacking style defense relying on two rookie corners, no matter how well they're playing in camp and sit there and think in the first six, seven weeks of the season, they are going to be a matchup for some of these opponents. Sorry. I I could be totally wrong, but I, I just don't see it. You, you have enough problems right now on the outside that, you know, you're going to rely on. And like I said, Hawkins has looked good. Banks has looked good. But those were against the second teamers and home depots. You know, we, we need to get them up against some real competition, some real game action. And I can't see Wink turning around and saying, hey, listen, Dora, you're my best cover guy. I'm paying you all this cash. Or, or I should say the Giants and, and Shane are paying. Well, technically, Gettleman are paying you all this cash. Go cover the guy in the slot. Sometimes people do things in camp just as an experiment, just to see how things will play out, just to see how things would work out. And I'm not saying it's not going to be used in the game time situation, but if you sit there and you think that there, Dory Jackson is going to put, play the majority of his time at slot corner, it's not going to happen. Like I said, it's slot going to happen, guys. Sometimes you throw a little bit of a wrinkle out there for people to look at, well, you know, why you're in training camp, why, you know, Bill Parcells was a big proponent of that, you know, kind of a false flag initiative. Hey, like what we're going to do here, like we're going to do here, like we're going to do that. And then you never do it. <laughs> then you never do it whatsoever. I keep thinking about the Giants linebacking core. You, you, you're going to have the likes of Bobby Okereke. Uh, You could have either McFadden or Beavers out there. You know, you can look at some, you know, you could probably put uh, Aziz Ojolari. It looks like he's going to be out there. Same, you know, same with uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. But I, I have some still some concerns, not only about being having the capability to stop the run and hold the edge, but also having the capability to cover. I don't think you're going to ask Aziz to cover anyone. I don't think you're going to ask Adore to cover anyone. You, you, Bobby's going to be your best cover linebacker. We're not exactly sure what Darren uh, Beavers or McFadden, what they're going to be like. I don't see Cam Brown out there. I, I just, I just don't, I just, I, I get this bad feeling 
when I look at this linebacker core right now, and you know, a lot of it is because of the fact that the giants are built a certain way for a certain reason. And, and that certain way. And that certain reason is the fact that, you know, we are still hamstrung a little bit by the salary cap. And I've been trying to figure out what are the giants, what are the giants going to do with this situation? And I go back to, of all places, <laughs> to of all thought processes and, and going back to what was it back in uh, 2014, with Perry Fuel, the New York Giants and Perry Fuel. Back in 2014, what did we do in 2014? What was the in vogue thing to do back in that day? That was sitting there and run the big nickel. And we did that a lot also, you know, with the juggernaut, with Jughead, with Logan Ryan and Mr. Peppers, where you're basically are playing three safeties. You're using one of your safeties basically as a quasi linebacker and dropping him like 70, 80% in the box. Now, the Giants, if you take a look at their safety position, they, they could potentially have some, I mean, not, I, I'm not going to say they're going to have the best safety to, uh, safeties in the league, but you have some athletic guys out there. You look at it, you, you, you got Jason Pinnock, Pinnock, you got Xavier McKinney, you got Dane Belton, you got Nick McLeod, you even got Owens. I don't think Bobby McLean's making the team, but you have some athletic guys out in that safety position. So what's wrong with running the big nickel? What's wrong with putting Jason, you know, taking Xavier and Dane and playing them simultaneously? Run a big nickel package. It's a scheme that offers you a lot of versatility. The Giants used it a lot. Like I said, back in 2014 when they were kind of, you know, they're a little bit undermanned. You know, instead of going a traditional, you know, 4-2-5 or a 3-3-5, you know, you can mix it up a little bit like the Giants should do with a 2-5-4, a 1-5-5. Kind of give a little bit of a uh, little bit of a head scratcher. Go with a 4-2-5. It's a way to get someone in the box who is going to have the capability to cover and also have the capability to tackle. You need you know, and to do this, you need guys that are athletic. You need guys with speed. And I think all three of those guys really fit the bill. I really do. And, and if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because it'll take some pressure off your linebackers, such, uh, such as Aziz and Kayvon Thibodeau, allow them to rush the passer. It'll give someone such as Bobby O'Karake a little, a little Robin to his Batman. And like I said, with, with this big nickel package, your defense coordinator is, like I said, he's just going to bring in that extra safety who's going to basically be a hybrid safety corner linebacker, cornerback linebacker. You know, you could you can assign them to cover the tight end. Hell, you can even, you know, on some of these slot receivers, if you because this is why Dory Jackson's not playing the slot, you could actually put them on a slot receiver as well as well. And you can keep them as an effective run defender. For all this to happen, though, you know, the people in your in your defensive backfield, in your in your safety room have to be athletic enough, strong enough, and fast enough. And I kind of think you you have that. You, like, you really do have that with Jason Pinnock, Dane Belton, Xavier McKinney, Nick McLeod. And like I said, I even like Owens. So if you're going to go five safeties, why not? Why not take some pressure off your linebacking core? Why not allow your two best players who are listed as linebackers or potentially probably are better off at defensive end positions and Kayvon Thibodeau and Xavier McKinney, excuse me, Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari to rush the passer. Give them that option. 
And then at the end of the day, you're adding that extra safety. If you want to have Jackson Banks, Holmes, and Hawkins out there, or even Cordell Flott, you have the ability now to cover the tight end, to cover the running back, and potentially have an additional run stopper who really fits that capability. We did it. They did it, per, per, uh, you know, in some, in some regards, in perfection that first season with Joe Judge with Logan Ryan and Peppers. They played, like I said, like something like 70, 80% of their plays were in the box. They were athletic enough. They were strong enough. They were fast enough. It's just a thought process. I think it's a good thought process. But you know what? We're going to see what happens against the vaunted Carolina Panthers. <laughs> vaunted. Uh, don't forget, like I said, we are going to be out there on Friday. We're going to get out there early. We're going to be headed out to the coaches club. Probably about five o'clock game time is a uh, game time is a kickoff. Essentially the parking lot opens up on Friday at two. So I mean, if you're heading out to the game, you're going to do some tailgating. Then two o'clock is the earliest time you can get out there. I uh, hope to see a couple people out there. It was a lot of fun last year, meeting a bunch of people. So, and uh, you know what? Until then, this is Tim. This is New York Jets. Straight talk. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell. Did you know what that means? Awesome.